talking about building hot rods here. I'm not talking about sugarcoating. We're talking about everything. Knuckle busting. The rust in your fucking eyes. We're talking about building fucking hot rods. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Boys and girls. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's All About the Build podcast. Episode 13, and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Belated. Yeah, we took uh, we took some time off. Uh, we took some time off from the podcast. We took some time off from Facebook. We took some time off from the shop. Um, it wasn't, some of it wasn't, uh, <laughs> some of it was. Uh, forced upon? Yeah, forced upon. I got sick, um, and it went to shit. Couldn't uh, do anything. I was working out in the shop all alone. Yep, but he made it. It was all right. <clears throat> Not even Laramie came out to see me. No, I didn't no. think she was even out there. Yep. Without further ado, Laramie is in the office with us. In the house. He, she, Literally. The, the shop rat is moving on up in this world. She she's got it all made out. Yeah. You know she's. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, uh, the other two are pretty jealous that she gets to go outside. They're probably happy when she goes the fuck outside. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but if you don't know who the shop rat is, check out her Facebook page. Go to her YouTube page. Watch a couple videos, and you'll be introduced to Laramie the shop rat. But <clears throat> Laramie Dodge Ram Slack. That's right. So we. Uh, I got sick, and I literally was sick for like three weeks, and it was one of them sicknesses that you weren't allowed to go around people. So <clears throat> we um, never heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> never heard of it. So after the sickness came the holidays. My wife had off work, so I took off work. We had planned to just spend time together, so that's what we did. Randy left the country and went to Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So now we're back. Now we're we're getting back to the swing of things. Back to the grind, <clears throat> uh, as they say. Yep. We have a new build in the shop. It's 49 Diamond T. Randy can tell you a little bit about that. We introduced a little bit of it on our last episode, I believe, but we didn't get too much into detail. Yeah, 49 Diamond T cab um, with a handmade chassis. It has a, um early 70s. Subframe. Is it a Camaro two? What? That's a Mustang. You mean Mustang two? But no, it's not a Mustang two. It's a Camaro. It's it's whatever year it is. It's Camaro's front subframe. Right. Well, I, I mean, second gen Camaro front. Second. End, I think. It's the second. Yeah, second gen. Yeah. So the seventies. Uh, right. Um. But then the, it has a box uh, frame uh, for the rest of it. The rest of it was handmade, and that was the subframe was welded in. Um. And then. It has some uh, big ass Mickey Thompsons on the back. They gotta be like eighteen inches wide. Uh, yeah, they're the same. I in my head, I know what the size is. I just can't. I, it's just not coming out. Right they're now. monsters. So they're they're big. But um, and then they have uh, uh, some drag drag wheels, drag style wheels on there. But the, it has a uh, four twenty seven big block Chevy with a high rise tunnel tunnel ram um, uh, intake. With uh, two Fitech throttle bodies, and um, he has a handmade uh, hood to go along with it that actually 
opens up like a big rig. Yeah. It opens up, it reverse opens. Um, he was a truck driver. He owned a truck trucking business for for a while. Yeah, well, he drove um, for himself. He drove for himself. Yeah, yeah, he drove for himself. I don't yep. know if he owned a business or not, but I know he drove for himself. He said. Well, I guess that's just kind of way, the way I was looking at it. He was just his own boss. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. he was I, his own business. I don't remember what he said it was called. Or, mm. or yeah, but um, <clears throat> so we're we're just finishing up for him. Uh, I'm, I'm actually we're going probably. I'm, we're going to attempt to do a um, a startup this week um, if everything goes well the re- the next two days, um, and then after that we're just going to finish the truck. I, we got to do the flooring and and uh, install the seats, and uh, he has bomber seats in there. So it's it's a real. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a rat rod, but it's a it's a high class rat rod. High class rat rod. Yeah, it's it's a um uh, you're it's a finished hot rod. i mean it's, it's a finished it's fun. a it's a hot rod it's a fucking hot rod it's a bare bones hot rod yeah that's what that that's what i would, i guess i could you know it would call call it there but right it's on air ride yeah it's slammed mm-hmm. um we got a four finish. inch exhaust yeah. crazy exhaust. I, I can't wait to hear this thing it's gonna sound incredible yeah it's I gonna think. be nuts now, it's, it's those be, those that aren't familiar with Fitech, um he's talking electronic fuel injection doubles so it's pretty uh it's it's fucking awesome looking <laughs> just yeah it's, the it's, visuals it's of pretty it is wild. pretty insane um it, we have a uh, an lines going up to it uh which was he started but um i we did the connections up to the throttle bodies and uh just mounted the fuel pump and everything and uh he's going to have a um sweet looking hood scoop coming out of the coming out of the uh, center of the hood yeah i'm excited to see how the trunk's going to turn out because he's got some handcrafted crazy trunk on the back looks like a coffin yeah if you go to our <laughs> facebook page or instagram page or tiktok or whatever there's a video of it there's videos and pictures of it and we haven't done an introductory video of it yet but that's coming that's coming this friday actually we did a well we, we did a we dropped it off or yeah, dropped one. We brought it here. We brought it here. Uh, we did that video, but we haven't done like an update per se. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, the air ride tanks is in the is in the the trunk, trunk area uh, with uh, two compressors, and um, we'll be doing some. I, I think we're gonna try to do some hard lines uh, to make it like cool looking in yep. there, so it's um, not too clutter, cluttered looking. It's gonna be clean and uh, clean, yeah. Um, the battery's back there. Uh, the wiring is gonna go under the dash. I mounted a well, I made a mounting plate and then mounted the MSD box, and uh, it's got a starter saver. And um, uh, the fuse box is gonna be under the dash. It's gonna uh, and the coils under there too. It's gonna be all nice and tidy. And you won't see all that up on under the under the hood. It's gonna be nice and clean under the hood. Um, and the the fuel lines actually will go back. So the hood comes down on the side. So when you're looking at it from the side with the hood down, you won't see too much clutter where the actual um, tunnel, uh, the 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 intake is going to be. Yeah. Everything's going to be on the firewall as far as the lines going down in the back and everything and the wiring. But I think I think it'll be pretty pretty cool looking. Yeah, I think it's going to be more than what he was his vision. His I mean. He brought it to us for a reason, and we're going to put the IBF Hot Rods touch on it, and it's going to it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, um, something that he did, uh, which is going to be pretty cool, uh, but we're going to mount it for him. Is um, he's going to have a air horn? 
Yeah, he's gonna have the triple air horn, I believe. But you won't. It won't be on top of the hood or anything like that. Like you know, in the in your face, it's gonna be hidden away, and then when you open it, like, when you open the trunk, you. I mean, there's not much to this car, but. We're going to do it subtly that when you open the trunk, you're going to see it's going to be a showpiece, and not a showpiece per se as far as, like, fucking jewelry I mean, box. It's, yeah, it's not a, it's not a show <clears> car. It's not a show car by any means, but it's definitely... It's, not, it's, it's an eye grabber. It's a fucking head turner. Oh, yeah. We were driving. We, we literally picked it up, and we barely got half a mile down the road, and we came up to a stop sign, and this fucking guy's What'd coming down the highway, and he rolls down. <laughs> they're running 70 mile an hour. The guy in the back rolls the window down, and he... He's, like, hanging halfway out the window. Yeah, halfway out the window. Hell yeah, brother! (laughs) (laughs) So, that's the new saying for 2024. Hell Hell yeah, yeah, brother. (laughs) Hulk Hogan is in the house. (laughs) But, but yeah, it was... um, It's definitely a head-turner. It wasn't too difficult to drive that thing from Fort Wayne down here to uh, Huntington. It was a nice drive, and... You know, barely even knew it was back there. So thumbs so up out to yeah, yeah, thumbs up, um, all that good stuff. So, but today's episode, now that we've got through the updates for everybody, and oh yeah, sixty five still in there, the Riviera sixty seven. Well, we didn't get much work. C ten. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't talked about it. But I mean, if you go, we're gonna have an update video coming up. Um, so stay tuned for all that shit, but just in case you guys were curious. So today, we got a good fucking episode. We did some research for this episode. While we were off, and I was sick, I was messaging people on Facebook out of the blue, because that's what you do. <laughs> um, Soliciting? <laughs> yeah, right. So this episode, our topic today... It's going to be about the pricing of vehicles. Oh, wait a minute. We didn't cheers. Oh, fuck. What are we doing? Happy New Year. Well, this is take two. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. This is take two. We spent 15 minutes on the last one. and I was on mute. Randy was on mute. <laughs> so, Let me yeah. just check. Okay, I'm good. Yep. <laughs> yep. Me. Anyways. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so we're going to be topic today is pricing of the vehicles. And when I mean pricing of vehicles, I mean the price tags that you guys are putting on these fucking cars. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that you have a brand when parked vehicle that is 95 fucking years old and you want $27,000 for it. And a fully restored one will bring twenty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's been sitting in a fence row for you know eighty years. This is what we're talking about, and these are the people that I reached out to. And we're gonna go over why that is. We're gonna find out what what was the conclusion of the research. What type of research were we doing? And what did we find? What were our findings of the research? Basically, what I did. What, what did you do? You you called around, or you you met you found, uh, you looked around and found cars that were for sale that you thought were just interesting or way too much money. Basically, way too much money. And what? Well, okay, so I was looking for shit that was just astronomical, 
Like, this well, is, are you fucking is, kidding me? This is from like the beginning of automobile time up until like the eighties, or is this? From- yeah, a lot of it was like. I, so basically, I'm members of a whole bunch of closed groups on Facebook. Yeah, yeah that but, are selling shit. Yeah, <clears throat> so, yeah, like a lot of Model A's, I reached out to a lot of Model A's. Reached out to a lot of Model T's. I reached out to, you know mid 40s cars i reached out to some some 60s cars uh trucks i reached out to quite a bit of trucks just because they're hot right now so before we get into this i just want to tell you something that i that i've noticed the people i i feel like 90 percent of people that buy a classic car don't fucking do anything with them what do you mean by that? <clears throat> so, I feel like the reason the cars, the prices are where they're at now is because the people that are buying them, buy them, take them home, have this glorious fucking idea, and then they sit there. And then they sit there and they watch Meekum and oh, Barrett Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they see that their car's been sitting there, so now it's fucking 10 more years older. And since it went for say like since since they ended up having a shitty deal on it because they didn't know what the fuck they were looking for <laughs> looking oh, at, mm-hmm. they just, think that they're gonna get me of one off, right off the top right off the bat. Yeah, but just by from hearing that, I, I feel like like how many I I I'm guilty of it. I got a fucking '58 Ford F100 that I've had toting around the fucking country with me for years. Uh-huh, I got one too, right? <laughs> you know, and we built fucking hot rods. Yeah. You know, but I mean, if I was going to sell it, I'd be fucking reasonable about it. Um, like I, I think ignorance has a lot to do with what we're going to talk about. Surprise, and it, and surprise. It was, and it's it, without even before we even get into it, like it sucks because the the people who actually want to like get their hands on this stuff and actually do some work to it and like make it their own and without even having the idea of reselling it like it makes it just makes it so much harder for the rest of us yeah and the funny thing is so basically let me read off what i said to these people it didn't matter what the price tag was i you could insert whatever price tag when we get to it but this is basically i i did a cut and paste i did a cut and paste said the exact same thing to fucking everybody and seen what the fuck happened um, <clears throat> hello, I'm doing some research for an upcoming podcast episode. I'm reaching out to individuals like you and trying to figure out how they came to a figure on pricing their classic car or truck. Why did you price this 29 Model A body at $950 and then drop it to $750? Did you have it appraised by chance? How did you come to this price point? So basically, just take out the 29 body and insert whatever fucking vehicle mm-hmm. I was looking at at that point in time and insert the price. Like this one, the only reason I pulled this one up is because it was the first one on my fucking phone. Right. <laughs> but this guy in particular was selling a Model A body that that's all it is. It's just a body. No fenders, no nothing. It was 950 bucks. And even at 950 bucks... I thought it was fucking overpriced because this is what it says. Model A body, 1929, no motor, no frame, no doors. 
Just what is pictured is what is available. And if you look at it, basically the only thing that's left from this two-door is the ass end and where the door would be at, it's fucking bowed in and bent and jacked off, basically. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's completely, like, it's fucking falling apart. Here you go. Look at that. Wow. I can think of so many better things to buy. Right. $750. Right. The reason I messaged them was because that's, that's, uh, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's not a bad price at all. I'm going to message this guy. And then, see, look at that. Oh, my God. Like, it's, it's fucking, it's rusted out. But where the top comes across and where the doors would be at, there's no more structure there. Again. So he just fucking, like, he dropped the damn thing. And it's fucking bent. It's got, like, a V in the son of a bitch now. Oh. Yeah. This would be good if we had a video for this podcast today. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like. I mean, I'd pay. Okay, I, I bet. What do, What would you pay for something? I mean, we before you were on mute for so long, we were talking about $250 <laughs> car. <laughs> like, that's 250 bucks. That's Yeah, 250 bucks, 300 bucks maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. That... It's fucking horrible. But anyways, here, give yeah, it back. Sorry about that. Yeah. Randy never seen this one. I must not have sent this one to him because I was sending him shit over the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I was sending him random shit and screenshots of these conversations that I was having with these guys because I actually reached out to a couple people and the one guy literally said, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. He was done with it. Mm-hmm. He was done with the conversation. Um, I spoke to people that supposedly bought and sold 200 cars in their day. I've talked to people that own restoration shops, so they know what the fuck they're doing. But uh, ironically, the last four years of their life, they were doing construction. So that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And I spoke with pawn shops. I spoke with a guy who owns a fucking pawn shop down in Indy. And, you know, I got all all this information. And then I actually talked to a guy who he had a 31 Chevy that I think it was 30. Yeah. 31 Chevy that he had for like 10 fucking thousand dollars. Right. And the thing about these late twenties, early thirties cars, unless it's like a, a deuce, like a roadster deuce, that's like all original or not even all original, but fucking done. Well, they're, they're rare cars. Yeah. They're rare. Yeah. Other than that, the price that you can get for a fully restored car is 25 or 30 grand. 35 if you're fucking lucky. Yeah, unless it's a full blown rust mod. Yeah. You could buy a car for that. Yeah. Restored car. Right. Yeah, fully restored. Yeah. Like running, driving, fully fucking restored Model A that you can fucking enjoy right now for 30 grand. At the, I mean, we're talking the fucking highest. I mean, I don't think it could get much farther. I'm no fucking professional or anything, but that's just what the fuck it is. 35, maybe. And that's if it's like super duper perfection. It doesn't have like a 1919 rear end under it. Yeah. A fucking banjo rear end or whatever the fuck it is. How is it that um, like a Model A that's still in restoration process? I mean, how are they selling up for 
like three quarters of what the fuck they can buy it for. Yeah. So this is why I fucking ask these people, and and they all told me the same thing. They were saying that if you add up the parts, this is why I'm selling it for what it is. But you can't do that. That's basically like okay, if I'm no. gonna sell, let's say I'm gonna sell my '58 F100 that's sitting out back, that's been sitting there. Yeah, I would be like okay. What's the rear end going for? Okay, there's disc brakes the whole way around. You might as well just part it out. But that's what the fuck I'm saying. Like, you can't part out a truck whole. You can't part out a car whole. No, that's not how the... That's not how the... Fucking world works. Automotive... Well, that's not... Yeah, that's not how the... Any any of that works. It's yeah. not how... It, you're not going to buy a house, pick each piece apart, and, and then put a price on it. And, right. But this is, I mean, it's, this was multiple answers, multiple. I probably talked to fucking 20 people about this shit. And this was a higher, like I didn't fucking write it down and make a spreadsheet, but this was a repetitive answer. Even for, okay, I talked to a guy cause trucks are fucking hot. So I reached out to some C10s and shit that were just the price tags. We're talking up into $30,000 and it's a early '80s square body. The guy said it was a five footer, which I've never fucking heard before. Yeah, you all heard twenty footer. Well, they got five footer paint jobs nowadays. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this five foot paint job. You know how in the '80s they started putting uh, tape pinstripes on from the factory. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was still on there, but it was like fucking gone it was on there but gone you know what i mean like it's so old that it's deteriorating so there's a little bit here and a little bit there yeah. mm-hmm. and the edge lines are still there <laughs> from the adhesive right 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 that was all over and he's saying it's a five footer plus and it had it had so the rims that were on it i'm saying they're rims because they came off of a fucking look like a uh mid 2000 chevy silverado is oh. what it looked like so it was just a five-spoke star, <clears throat> and he had the drum brakes in the back. Underneath was bone stock. You popped the fucking hood, and you had that big, gaudy fucking red battery cable that come floating across the whole fucking engine bay. Oh. And, you know, you had the, um, it was just a 350. I'm, I'm assuming it was a 350. What do you want for that? Like $34,000. What? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But the only thing that was half decent on it, the so he got a new interior. Looked like a TMI interior. Okay. And he wanted that much fucking money for it. But the engine bay was junk. You know, he didn't even clean it up for the pictures. You can't, uh, if you're going to sell something for fucking over 10 grand, you better clean the son of a bitch. Yeah. He was basically saying that, you know, the interior was immaculate. It was a five-footer, which I've never, like I said, I never even fucking heard of a five-footer. But it had the bone stock gauges in the son of a bitch. It had the, a god-awful, the 80s Chevy C10s or uh, square bodies, whatever you want to call them, they fucking look like shit. The Silverados, that squared-off nasty gauge gauge cluster that they had. That's probably the worst fucking gauge cluster outside of being in like a 1942 helicopter. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what it reminds me of. Back to you can't 
say that because it's priced like that, like you can't, I'm going to add everything up and then it's going to be, this is it. You can't do that. Well, that's not fair market value. No, it's not. But you know what? The, the one thing that everybody had in common, everybody I talked to, none of them got it appraised. Not a single person got theirs appraised. Well, everybody's an appraiser. <laughs> right. So I talked to a guy who, and this guy told me, build one and you'll figure it out. That's what he told me, which made me laugh because he clearly didn't go to my profile and see who the fuck just messaged him out of the blue. Because I'm no, you know, I'm no detective, but if somebody messages me out of the blue or if I'm selling something when I'm selling something on Marketplace, first thing I do is check to see if they're a real human being. Oh, yeah. I do that just browsing through Facebook Marketplace, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. And I go on their actual page and to see what, you know, what else are they selling? Yeah. Yeah. When the, when they joined, was it 2023? It was fucking 25 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like, and then you get those, some, some of those, um, they, they show a really nice, like, OBS, but they're like really immaculate looking, and then and then uh, they're like selling for a thousand dollars, right? And you click on their their seller page, and it's just like they have the same they, um, a thousand posts of the same thing. Do you ever see those? Yeah, well, yeah. I saw one where it was like selling it today, today's price. Yeah, got to get rid of it. The thing about the appraisal now, if I was selling something that I thought was fucking worth some money then I would I'd probably get it appraised. Unless I had a... I mean, with us doing it ourselves, I guess I, I guess I would fall into the fucking... that category of what you just said. Everybody's an appraiser. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a difference between somebody who has realistic expectations mm-hmm. and somebody who's just selling a product and just trying to make as much money as possible because of what they think they have right. based off of what they've seen on the internet. Right. I just, I just think it's very skewed. And I don't want to hear the fucking, everything's expensive now. I don't want to hear that fucking shit. Well, it's ex- everything's expensive because we let it be expensive. And, and, and like I said earlier, like it, it kills it for the hot rod scene. Yeah. It's, it's really killing, it's killing it for us because it's this this hot rod what's the word I'm looking for this hot rod industry classic car industry world and and, and world it, it's blown so far out of proportion that it's like it's like us little guys like they, they much harder for us to afford that kind of lifestyle yeah well you know what the fucking stupid okay <clears throat> if we're talking about prices and shit we're gonna go off we're gonna hang a fucking right here <laughs> and so we deal with Summit, and there's fucking ATEC. And it's like, you get prices, like if, if you get if you don't know what ATEC is, it's for businesses. They give a discount. And it's no different than Summit, because it's the same fucking company. Yeah, I'm not sure why but, why they call it ATEC. I'm not sure yeah, why, why that is. I don't give a shit why. The thing of it is, the thing that blows my, like, if I owned a business, I do own a fucking business. Yeah, right. Um we do this to help people. Like, yeah, we're making money, but we're not ri- we're not fucking one hundred and fifty dollars an hour. No, seriously, we're literally. I mean, if you want to go ahead and say it, I'm pretty sure we said it at some point. Well, I mean, who knows what next week's going to hold? 
Yeah, we're going to raise we're, the rates. We're, we're only a growing business, but right. we're, not, we're not we're not charging an arm and a leg right now. No, not at all. You want to know what the fuck we charge? Call me. Yeah. Because I know you're serious. <laughs> 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 but we don't, like, there shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to sign up for something to get a discount to turn around and sell it to somebody for more money. Like, when I get a part for somebody, I just fucking give it to them for what I bought. If I'm going to charge them anything, it's an hourly rate for what it took to to get the parts, or it's a fucking tiny-ass percentage. It ain't like the dealership where it's 50% markup and shit like that. That's crazy. But if you're pricing a fucking truck, now we're coming back. We're hanging a laugh. We're coming back in town. (laughs) We're coming back to the topic. But you can't. Like some people said that, oh, well, I have twenty thousand dollars in work done. Well, that's who get like. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not paying for your twenty thousand dollars worth of fucking shit, and it's a half built truck or half bit built car. I don't know how well that was that work that was done. Ninety five percent of the time, it sucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, people take my shit apart later on down the line. I'll be like, what the fuck was this guy doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just the way it is. Yeah, that's not that's not how the. I, I can't believe that that many people like act, like collectively without even talking to each other. That's just how they, that's how their mindset works. And that's why I did the research before we did this, mainly for you know we could sit here and come up with the same conclusion. But I thought it'd be interesting to just you know ruffle up some feathers because my wife my wife Melanie was like I can't believe people are even responding to you. <laughs> 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 it fucking pissed me uh, off. I'm actually surprised they did too. What? There was uh, Everybody's out just for themselves. Yeah, I mean, well, people were offended by it, obviously. But let's face it. it, If somebody asks you why you priced your truck or your car that way, and you instantly get offended, uh, chances are (laughs) you're fucking screwing somebody. (laughs) And so back to the – I was talking to a guy on a 31 Chevy, okay? And before I messaged the guy, he he wanted $12,000. For this 31 Chevy. Granted, it was all original. Didn't have the wind. It didn't have the glass in it. And it was missing some shit on the interior, right? As far as knobs and shit like that. Right. Well, it was in a barn forever, whatever. You look in, looking at all the pictures. Um, yeah, you could leave it all original. But let's face it, people. If you're going to sit in a fucking car that's been sitting in a garage for how many years. It's going to have mold, bird shit. Dog shit, cat shit, rat piss, rat shit. It's going to have disease in the fucking thing. So the first thing you have to do is rip everything out. That's the first thing you got to do. And you got to replace it, man. And I know at least a few years ago, you could get an entire Model T interior, at least the wrapping, for like $1,500, $2,500, something like that. That's probably a hell of a lot more pricier now. But right off the bat, you're looking at $2,500, you know? And if you got a twelve thousand dollar Chevy, thirty one Chevy, because that's who I messaged, the most priciest Chevy that I could find that was that thing that was online right now was thirty one thousand dollars, and they all averaged a little over twenty, and the high teens. And this guy wanted twelve grand, and it needed a full restoration. I messaged the guy and I said, "Why are you doing it like this?" I was actually intrigued by it. I was actually like, <laughs> I might, you know, tax return or whatever, look good sitting outside the shop. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And now if I was to get this, it would be, I would restore it because it's, it's, it would be fucking awesome. When I did that 25 Model T, it was the coolest thing in the world. All original from Alaska. This thing was kind and of it's the too same original deal. to like chop up and make a hot rod. I mean, it would be, it'd be a perfect specimen because it's fucking all original. But everything it was it wouldn't be worth it to me. I I don't like it when people take a like a, a mostly complete car and just chop it completely up and make make it a either a rat rod or or a full blown hot rod. Like changing everything yeah. and, and and making everything. You can buy a body for that. I, I know. Uh, it, it, it's so it's a huge pet peeve of mine when when I see shops or, or anybody completely dismantle a close to complete vehicle, right? Especially being that old, yeah. <laughs> the original ones are getting harder and harder to find. It's so it's still like it's still all there for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. I mean, that car you're talking about is not completely there, but it but it's. 95% there. It's 95% there. It's just still old. And the and only reason I know is 95% there is because he had enough pictures on there to be like, yeah, that that's that looks original. And the pictures I looked at online, it's like, yeah, it's all original. Like, yeah. that's the right rear end, at least the right time frame. You know, those are the right wheels. Those are the right fucking whatever. Yeah. But I messaged the guy, and since I was intrigued by it, I explained to him that you realize that this vehicle wouldn't fetch anything over low twenties if it was fully restored. Thirties, low thirties. Depends on how nice it is. The thing of it is, I told him I was like, "Look, you got to tear everything apart because you can't even drive it. Like, yeah, yeah, it cranks over, or turns over, or whatever. I mean, you could pull a vice grip garage and and get it started and run it four hundred miles down a road and then break down." Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, if you think that when you watch Meekum, because you have that car in your back fucking yard, rotten, sitting there for years, if you think that it's worth a quarter of that price, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not running, it's not driving, you've neglected it for years, and in order to get it to what that is at Meekum or Barrett-Jackson, which... Isn't really saying much because I've worked on a lot of vehicles that are at these fucking auctions and they're fucking junk. Mm-hmm. They're fucking thrown together and sent down a sent down a road. Well, sent to Meekum, right? And sold, and then it's just a complete cluster. A new owner's problem. Yes, exactly. That being said, just because there was two drunk guys in the room that really wanted that car that day doesn't mean that that's what the fuck they're worth. Yeah. No shit. Like, just because that goes for that doesn't mean that's where the fuck it's supposed to be at. It's a TV show. Yeah. And if you... We do this for a living. We know that we can't even give you a fucking figure on how much it's going to cost because we know how much questions are in the inside that. How yeah. much rust and just... The sheer amount of work and labor hours it takes to build something, to get it to that point. That's what I'm talking about. You can't sell something that needs work, period, for top dollar. Whatever top dollar it is in your fucking mind. I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying to get top dollar for what you're selling. It's just... 
the the stop killing the fucking industry. Yeah, the difference between top dollar and reality. You can't get fifteen thousand dollars for a car that can only bring thirty five, and it needs a full restoration. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like if if it has to be a full restoration, then I should only pay maybe realistically if it needs a full restoration, I should be paying about five to ten percent of the fucking price. So if it's a hundred thousand dollars, I'll give you five thousand dollars. You know what I mean? If you're gonna sit here and tell me that I need to pay for work that you put into it or parts that you put into it that you ain't even using, that I don't even know if are the right parts. It's it's a shit show. Am I supposed to trust you? Yeah. Am I supposed to trust you? No. You know, we bought brand new vehicles here. We changed oil first day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like some of the some of the reactions and stuff from these people were were hilarious. Which I which I thought was part of the fun of randomly messaging people. Oh, I bet. The one that really got me was the one guy who told me to build one, and I'll figure out why he priced it at that. Which one was that? Fuck, I don't know. I don't think it's... Was that the Phaeton dude? Yeah, the 32 Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wanted... So this thing wasn't even half done. It's not even up anymore. No longer available. I just got that one picture of it. But... I I gave him that spiel and he said thanks but no thanks. <laughs> so he, t- he fucking you know whatever. Um, I messaged him again and he, this is the guy who said about typically prices involve the amount of investment and in parts, along with fair market value and replacement costs. So just because you went out and bought a bunch of parts for this and you never used them doesn't mean. I got to pay full price for your parts. No, because they're used. Yeah, technically. <laughs> but I don't even know if they're—I don't even know if they're the right fucking parts, you know. And that's just like—that's just like, um, we go back to where they said about pricing out everything. Like somebody, like if I was to do the the fifty-eight, it's yeah. got the large rear window, the wraparound back window. Mm-hmm. The whole reason why I bought that fucking truck. Yeah. I mean, I I never priced out that fucking. I mean, uh, that window's got to be expensive. That's what I'm saying. So, the door handles are a couple hundred bucks, and between the glass that's around it, it's probably thousands of dollars right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then if you want to start pricing fenders and shit, you know what I mean? Like that truck's fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if anybody's looking to buy it, fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Take, take it off my hands. <laughs> yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. I mean, I I I saw I put up my Studebaker for sale a while back, and I, I mean, I did I did try to price out some of my parts because, but I still had them up for sale for pretty cheap. Yeah, being being a 28 Studebaker body, I feel like that was pretty rare. Right. It actually it is rare, but. But I did have I did buy some I did buy some uh, parts for it like a, a drop axle and ev- basically everything to put that thing together uh, make it a roller basically like all the the drivetrain stuff and all that uh, the engine um, rear end suspension I mean I I didn't go you know categorize categorizing all my parts and then and then put the sticker price on 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 each of it and add it all up and then sell right. it for that price you know what I mean but right. I I you know I. 
I, I feel like I priced it pretty fairly for what the body was and what all the parts were. Yeah. But I didn't go adding all my parts up and be like, okay, this is what the car costs. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with um, just the market itself. I mean, <clears throat> we're going to go back to that. Now, when I was doing I mean, tax. I was going to lose money on that. At the, the price I was selling it for. Yeah. I even had guys telling me, you're selling it too cheap. Right. I was like, I know this, but, you know, it, it's still a... I feel like that comes back around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to come back around to you. Right. That's how the universe works. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. We bought two fucking brand new chairs for this room. <laughs> and, and today we're sitting in... <laughs> lawn chairs. Lawn chairs, because <laughs> I didn't like them and I sold them. And I, I got... I could have just... I could have sold them for what I bought and added twenty five dollars, but I took a hit on the damn thing. Brand we, fucking we new. Delivered, delivered in the house for yeah. the, the little old lady. And I told her I wasn't fucking. <laughs> I ain't coming in your house. I ain't dropping shit off. That was an escapade. Let's just tell that story real quick. Yeah, <laughs> we right. fucking sold these fucking chairs. <laughs> so I wanted four hundred dollars for these chairs. I paid fucking four seventy or something stupid for them to get delivered here. We put them to fuck together, and I put four hundred dollars on them. Get rid of them. I didn't like them because they didn't match. They they didn't fit the way I wanted them to. Well, they were supposed to be our uh, our podcast chairs, but uh, they were nice chairs. They were nice chairs. They were comfy. I didn't like them. I didn't like the color of them in the room. You know, just the way it is. Yeah. But anyways. Put them up for sale, and of course, everybody's like, I'll give you 300 bucks. That's another thing. Like, if you're going to sell it, put in the fucking, put in the in the headline, or the not the headline, but the description. This is what I like to put. This is, this is a tip of the day. You ready? If you want $400 for two chairs, at the end of your fucking ad, put, if you don't think this is worth $400, these chairs aren't for you. <laughs> and guess what? You will fucking sell anything for the price you're asking. And you won't have any haggling. It's amazing. But anyways, that's what I fucking told her. I said, look, I'm already losing money. Because she was like, I'll give you three. I'll give you 400 bucks. And you deliver them to me. No. How about, how about you give me $425 and I'll deliver them? So I actually gained an extra 25 bucks selling this little old lady. So we took yeah, them Yeah, we had to drive. How long, how long was that? It was like, a fucking 35-minute drive yeah, in the rain. Just showed up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we get there, and this little old lady messages me, where are you at? I'm 10 minutes out. Be there in 10 minutes. She said, okay. We get there. All the lights are out. <laughs> and I go up, and I knock on the door. Nothing. And the house don't. The house almost looks like maybe. Uh, is it abandoned? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta be shitting me because we we started heading that way and it I, started misting. It was cold. I hopped back in the truck. Yeah, it was misting. <laughs> what the fuck? So we end up call me when it's over. Yeah. So it's like you gotta be shitting me. It was, I knocked on the door. I got on my phone because if you're not friends on Facebook, you can't call them. Because you can call through Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. but you can't if you if you don't know them, which is probably good. But I couldn't call her, even though I was having a conversation with her. I just talked to her 10 minutes ago, and I said we are going to be there. Well, it turns out she fell asleep because oh. I went back up there, and I fucking rapped on the door like I was the cops. 
Because <laughs> I was pissed. We were fucking there 15, 20 minutes because I messaged her five, six times. Yeah, we, we were there a while. Yeah. Anyways, we got rid of the fucking chairs. Ended up carrying them in for and shit was everywhere. Yeah, it a, shit was everywhere. She's like, I'm getting the floors redone. Well, you better move this shit <laughs> if you're getting the floors redone. Like, okay, I would have accepted that excuse. But in order to accumulate this much shit from, from another room, you know, I just don't believe it. But anyways, we were in, we were out, you know. Then we had to go move more furniture. Fucking sweet. Oh, the, don't shout forget, out to she, Pete. She, she forgot to she shout forgot out to where Pete. She put the money. <laughs> oh yeah, she forgot where she put her money. So I carried the fucking chair up to her. Well, first of all, when she opened the door, finally opened the door, she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep." And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were fucking shafting me, lady." <laughs> and she fucking looks at me with this hairy eyeball. What the fuck? <laughs> so we go back and get these chairs and carry them up, and she's like. We're carrying them inside the house. And I I dropped my end and I said, look, lady, I had a cop shaft me 20 bucks once. Fucking <laughs> state trooper shaft me 20 bucks is something that I actually handmade and, you know, kiss my ass. I said, this, I'm not carrying this any farther until uh, I get uh, my not money. Today. Not today. You're messing with the wrong <laughs> SOB. So she went to find her money. She couldn't find her money. So she goes out to her car. Comes back in, passes us all. She got like, she got like three, like big, not big, but like tall dudes with beards, like just standing around. Yeah, <laughs> for two little chairs. Yeah, because like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we had our buddy Pete along. Shout out to Pete. Thanks for helping out and having us move more furniture after we move furniture. You know, so uh, sold them. So we're getting what? yeah. I don't know where we were going with that. It was, that was just a uh, story time. Yeah, story time. <laughs> uh, for a, a Facebook marketplace yeah. Uh, story. Yeah. How to sell shit the way you want, like for what you're asking. So basically, this episode in review, basically the keynotes, the, the key takeaways and the keynotes that I gathered from the research um, was... Uh, you know, people are idiots. <laughs> Not saying you listeners are idiots. I'm just saying, you know, you can find a deal out there, right? And it's, it, it really is like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Especially if you know what you want. Yeah. If you know what you want, you know what you're looking for. It's it's really hard. Yeah. People are making it really difficult for for people who are. I mean, especially for the people who are just starting in, like getting into it, like they're like sixteen, seventeen years old, and they yep. they want to start, they want to, they want their first hot rod or first project, and they look at mar- marketplace and they're like, man, I, I wouldn't be able to afford that in like five years working, and, and you know by that time they're out paying for their own apartment and and their own car payment, and then you know before you know it, they're ten years goes by and they're like, man, I wish I never bought that. I never bought that car I wanted. Right. Or, you know, or the project I wanted in it. The key takeaways, like I said, people are people are morons. Oh, yeah, the idiots. Yep. People not you morons. listeners. Not you listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like 10% of you. But the 10% we're talking about. Only if you give us a hard time. Yeah. The 10% that we're talking about isn't you. It's the other listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you feel guilty about selling something. 
Then maybe, maybe you, you are. Maybe you are the ten percent we're talking about. <laughs> but you know, you don't have to. You don't have to be a jive ass turkey about selling shit. If you start, if you want to change the classic car industry, if you want these prices to go down, just refuse to buy the fucking stuff, and it will have to come down. Yeah, only could hope. But the thing of it is, if you're gonna buy something, and you're gonna pay. You know, whatever, if you want to call it top dollar. If you're going to buy it, do something with it. That's the problem. Like, These are somebody buys this fucking car, and then it sits in his driveway for how many years, and then they sell it to this guy. And then that guy buys it, and then he sells it to that guy. And the price increased by 40%. Right, every time. <laughs> Next thing you know, Model A is worth $40,000 to buy that's rusted and it can't bring 25 at auction. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, that's, uh, that's the episode for the new year here. Thought it would be a fun little episode. It was fun. Yeah. Probably would have been better with the first 15 minutes without Randy on mute. No one will ever know. (laughs) No one will ever know. (laughs) (laughs) But Yeah. Appreciate you guys listening. This year, 2024. Oh, speaking of 2024, what's your uh, what's your resolution? Um, nah, me too. Oh, uh, my resolution is not everybody has to be my friend. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, my resolution. Thanks for asking. Um, is is about <laughs> uh, is about uh, is working on myself, yeah, and me and myself. That's a good one. Yeah, and uh, doing what I want to do, right, right, yeah, and uh, but as a, as us as a whole, we're gonna have a big year this year. Fuck yeah, we're already starting big. We got a um, we're teaming up with a well. We'll we'll save that until we're actually on the on the map with them. Um, we're, we're working on something. Yeah, we're working on something. We're gonna we're trying to partner with some some people. Um, we're trying to we're gonna really hump on uh, building a brand. IBF Hot Rods getting a known out there. Um, finish up some of these builds that we have going on. Moving on to new builds. Um. I feel good about 2024. 2023 was, you know, <laughs> it was a bunch of chaos and stuff. A lot of growth. Yeah, a lot of growth. I mean, well, every day's growth. 2024, I would like to have more clients lined up after these builds this year. Finalize is what I'm shooting for. And... Also, to get our name out there a little bit more, the brand itself out there a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I'd like to work on the social media a little bit more. Yep. Want to do a little, you know, just just the same shit we did in 2023, just fucking double down on it, try to anyways. Yeah, bigger and better. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we don't have to buy near as many fucking tools, tools. and shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. We still have to. Um the the building is damn near done, thank God. Yeah, we're close. I mean, there's still there's still some things I want to 
spruce up uh, as far as um, organization goes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's at a good spot. Um, basically, uh, that's that's about it. 2024 is, I'm grateful for every day. I don't keep track of years like a lot of people as far as their age goes and shit like that. Um, I feel like if you don't keep track of it, you'll never age because... The wise words of Elliot yeah, Slack. that's right. That's right. <laughs> you should write a book. Oh, it's coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was joking, but all right. Sounds good, man. Yeah. I'll read it. Well, I'm going to retire first. <laughs> oh. By then, who knows what we'll be allowed to put in print. <laughs> yeah, probably nothing. Yeah. But no, we're going to, I'm going to tr- try to get the blogs back up. Um, we want to get some, some other people in here. We want to do some interviews and shit like that. So t- yeah, stay tuned I, for that. After I, 13 episodes, I think we should, we sh- we're about ready to start in- do some, in- doing some interviews at some outside sources. Yeah. We, um, we spoke with some people. Um, the, the guy that the, the, the company that we're going to be together with, um, I'm hoping is going to open up that Avenue big time. And, we also are, we got some big things coming. We're trying to do some stuff in this area. If you're in Indiana at all and you're in the Huntington area, you know that there's not a lot of car shit going on. You got Roanoke and stuff like that, but. That's one, once a year. There ain't no bike nights. There ain't no fucking cruise ins, you know, and if there is, it's 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 just not on the home turf as far as Huntington goes. I know there's a. We want to change that is what we're saying. Yeah, we want to start doing some shit, reaching out to the mayor, you know. (laughs) But, um, you know, this year, last year, I'm grateful for all the experiences that we had. Um, I'm grateful my wife sticks with me by my side and is my biggest motivation and my biggest support system. And I'm grateful for her, for everything that, that... she's put up with over the last fucking year through this company and and the growth of the company that's happening you know we're not trying to get fucking huge i'm not trying to have 25,000 people in here but we just want to build cool cars and we want to do it to our our satisfaction our standard our standard and you know we want to offer something that a client has never experienced before and you know that's basically what what we're trying to show off you know we're trying to get out there so other than that you know happy new year merry christmas 2024 is gonna be badass stay tuned for next week's episode this is gonna come out here fucking whatever day but i know we're a couple weeks in january sorry for the time off but yeah i want to apologize and thank you for being patient with us yeah we had so things going on yeah i mean everybody needs to take a take a five take a fiver you know um it's good i feel good about this episode i feel good about getting everything squared away get everything fucking going again and drinking a beer and talking into a microphone again (laughs) so um i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the closure here for randy love you guys thanks for listening thanks for following along this year 
Um, Elliot Slack, over and out. Cheers. Here's to you guys. Yep. Cheers. Um, yep. I, um, uh, I, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely thankful for, uh, for, um, my biggest support, which is Laramie. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, no, I, my, I'm definitely thankful for, uh, my, my family and friends that, uh, have supported me through, through this last year and everything. And it's been a tough year, but, um, but half of that, it's been a great year. It's been tough, but a, but a great year. So uh, we're just going to continue that into 2024. And um, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode, that's for sure. And uh, next episode after that, just stay tuned in general. Because we're doing a lot of cool stuff. We will be doing a lot of cool stuff. That's all. <laughs> I be a hot rods over and out. See you guys later. Here's to you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of It's All About the Build podcast. Please comment and let us know your thoughts. Subscribe to the channel to follow along. And if you haven't already, check out our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok to keep up with what we have going on every week. Thank you all for listening.